Hello, everybody. We are back at it. It is the Thread Lads podcast where we string a thread of information through all of our discussions. With me, as always, is Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing? Although I didn't say my name. My name is Justin Dorsey, and with me, as always, is Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Doing well. That's fantastic to hear. I hope everybody out there is doing well also. If you're enjoying the podcast, because you downloaded it, you're listening to it right now, so I assume you're enjoying this, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. Also, hit us up on Instagram at ThreadLads and on Twitter at LadsThread. We also love hearing any feedback from y'all at anything at all. Good, bad, suggestions, comments, concerns, any of that stuff. Love hearing from you. So email us, listeners, at ThreadLads.com. Um, Kevin, it's a, uh, it's, it feels like a weird week, uh, right where I am right now. We're on the cusp of entering. We're trying to get into spring. It quite hasn't gotten there yet, but we're inching ever so closely. I know it's a little bit warm, warmer down where you are, uh, and everything, yeah. but I, I, I'm feeling so great. Uh, it's been sunny for four consecutive days, which I don't remember the last time it's done that here. And uh, somebody I saw on Twitter said it the best. It's We never really think about seasonal depression being a thing until it's like 55 degrees in March randomly. And then you just feel like you've got this jolt of energy. And I, I got that all this week. I woke up, it was sunny. There was a couple days where it was like in like right at 60 and i felt like a new person i felt energized i felt alive i don't know how you're feeling down there but i, I feel like a new person this week yeah it was about seven see as someone who is very aware of seasonal depression oh. and who is very affected by weather to the point where like when it's cloudy and rainy outside i have zero i can't even get up out of bed in the morning usually oh, no. i have to do the ipad trick but it what was the uh, ipad yeah. trick the iPad trick is when, well, it could work with any device, really, but is where I set an alarm on it on full blast, and then I set it up at the top of the closet, so I have to actually get out of bed to go and, uh, like, yeah. undo. Now, it only works for a couple of days, because after a while, you'll just get up and turn it off and get back into bed. So you have to, like, really well, yeah, yeah. I mean, start I... moving it further or trick yourself <laughs> in different ways. Right. I mean, I'm one of those people, if I'm up, I'm up. And that was, that's probably one of the worst things to happen with these cell phones that we had, at least for me personally. Like back in high school, we had to be up early, um, yeah. obviously. But I had a clock radio. Yes, me too. That was on my dresser and it wasn't right next to my bed. So uh, to turn it off, I physically had to get up and turn it off every single time. And once I, I'm the type of person, once I'm up, I'm pretty much up, if not because I've already gotten up and my body's going. But then once my mind's going, then I'll start thinking about things. And if it's already when I know I should be waking up, I, I just, my thoughts are going in my head. What am I going to do with my day? What's going on outside? Like all these things. And I just have to get up and I don't actually go back to sleep. Gotcha. But yeah, but with like cell phones, I wake up and I, I roll over. I'll hit that snooze button. I'll roll right back over. It's almost like I never woke up. Almost like I never woke up. Yeah. And sometimes I really don't even remember waking up and doing it. 
<laughs> do, do you remember that because at least it was for me i had that uh very like slim period of time transitioning between clock radio and using my cell phone as an alarm where i didn't quite trust that my cell phone was gonna go off in the morning oh, yeah. and so i used to set like two alarms because i mean now they put so much now they just know everyone uses their phone as their alarm so i feel like they put extra kind of like resources into that right right sure. they make sure like, the numbers are like, giant they're right in your face yeah, yeah no. i used to be like is it gonna go off if it's on silent or and I, you know what i mean like it used to just that's true because i used to do the same thing with my clock radio but i would put mine right next to my bed but i wouldn't put it on a station i would put it on uh-huh. static so when it came on in the morning i was just getting full <laughs> blasted static coming that's, at me because that's that... the only way i could wake up I don't know if that's a good idea or if that's serial killer behavior, but it's one of the two. But it was definitely I, bad for my blood pressure. For I respect sure. it. I so. feel like the alarm, well, that standard iPhone alarm that they have now is definitely bad for like blood pressure. Because now I'll hear that oh. alarm. And yeah, on a TV I'll show. hear it on a TV show or somewhere else, and I like freak out. Like, I get like, yeah. like my PTSD. back just like arches, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? That's PTSD. Yeah, it's really bad. I've changed my I've changed Me my too. alarm on my iPhone to something a little bit more peaceful. But um, I tried to put mine to music because I have Apple Music, and it lets uh-huh. you choose like a song from Apple Music, but it doesn't do it. It defaults back. Oh, to I, I I just noticed that when I was changing around my my alarm a couple weeks ago, and I have songs on my phone and i was trying to get him to do the alarm and it, it wouldn't do it which was yeah scary. i don't know what that's about i don't know what that's the, yeah that's even anyway. after the new update from apple i don't know what's going on there kevin you're the apple apologist so you need to hit up your I boys gotta, yeah. over there uh if anyone west. knows about this please email or instagram us yeah listeners at threadlines.com um but yeah, like with the with back in the day, I used to have this one. It was a pretty cool, I'm not gonna lie, it was a pretty cool alarm radio thing. But it also had like a CD deck in the front, so you oh, could nice. set your alarm to have the CD play at the start. Oh, so that's I remember, cool. You know, waking up to uh, to uh, various Blink One Eighty Two albums because nice. i think that's everything that i woke up to because you know it was intense but it's not too intense i couldn't like throw the transplants on that that that's not something i needed to wake up with that would probably raise my blood pressure a little too much i guess i still have like the mark tom and travis show but for anyone who doesn't know that's the live cd loaded onto my phone which i guess has just been like carrying over from phone to phone because you know when you get a new phone it's just kind of throws the whole backup onto the new one. Oh yeah. I didn't even know I had this live CD loaded. And of course I was with my grandparents this past weekend. And for anyone who doesn't know, they have some racy titles and like half the CD is just like <laughs> clips of them saying crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's definitely, it's amateurish. <laughs> it's definitely not anything that a, a nice Southern older couple, like your grandparents would be listening to. Like even back then it was like racy in things but so, uh to, so to, to, of your, course, to your grandparents i wouldn't i wouldn't expect them to to really get down of, with that of course we were uh had just finished visiting my sister uh at college this past weekend and i go and plug in my phone because i was gonna drive for the journey back and i plug in my phone to their car which has uh apple uh car or whatever 
Apple CarPlay. Apple Car. And Apple Car. And the first thing that pops up on the giant like display in their car is the Mark, Tom, and Travis show, Sex with His Sister. <laughs> and, nice. and it's just Mark or Tom singing, I know a guy. And I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. my God. Great song. My grandpa, so great song. My grandpa's like, what is this? I'm like, oh. He's like, that was the intern. <laughs> I, I, I could tell that was the intern. I, I enjoy her input. Um, but I, yeah, I can't even imagine just having met your granddad a handful of times. Cannot imagine what he would be thinking when something like that popped up on the radio. That's pretty fucking hilarious. There's no explanation for it. It's such a dumb CD, but it's like one of my favorite CDs. And not really having any context Album. to their humor <laughs> and what was going on then at the 90s, it's really out of place. It seems <laughs> really, really, really strange. I'm sure people are listening now being like, what do you mean sex with this? Like, it, it, it was funny. They used to do these like just nice back and forth when they were playing music and they recorded this live show and it had like a lot of their back and forths. And it's all just stupid nonsense for teenagers and early 20 kids and stuff like that so it 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 gets a little it gets a little ridiculous but um (laughs) out of context that it was awkward it was definitely awkward yeah no no that's not anything i would wish on anyone to have happen with their grandparents but i mean maybe it broke down rules did you did y'all or break down walls did y'all have any discussions about the song or anything did that open up any deeper discussion with your grandparents after that came nope or was it silence and awkwardness afterward we blew right past it i just threw on a country music playlist after that oh my god everyone forgot about it no that'll that'll because there's no explanation it's like oh that's a band i used to really like what what kind of band is that yeah well well, i listened to it when i was 14 it's like what you were listening to this when you're 14 Oh yeah, just, it's a spiral of not goodness. That, there was going to be. Yeah, so we just skipped all that. <laughs> Popped on that country music station, and uh, and that was that. Kevin, I don't know if you've seen just uh, the recent uproar over different cancellations. I put that in air quotes, so to speak. Uh, apparently, there's six books that the publisher of Dr. Seuss, they're not going to, they're taking the uh, one of these books or six of these books out of print because they had just some racist shit in it. I, I, I know one was some Asian guy who had basically lines for eyes and was just eating bowl of rice. It was a super characteristic depiction of an Asian person. But it was like books I had never really heard of. But people are freaking out about this shit. And it was it, just uh, Dr. Seuss's birthday, I believe, right? Was it? Was that what this came? Yeah, I think like the other, like two days ago, I think. I didn't know that. Um, maybe that was the day because his estate basically was saying that they're going. They want the publisher, and the publisher agreed, and they're out, they're stopping public publications of that of those six books. It was like six books I had never even heard of too. It wasn't even like made. Were they unreleased books or something? No, or no, they were out. Oh. They they came out in 
the fifties and sixties or whatever. Well, which ones were they? I don't I don't even remember the names. You can look them up. But it was like books we never heard of. It wasn't Hop on Pop. It wasn't Green One Eggs fish, and fish. Ham or anything like that. What? One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Again, it wasn't that book either. Apparently on Dr. Seuss's deathbed, he had a a or maybe not deathbed, but towards the end of his life had a just kind of bad feeling about all of those and redid some of the animations for some of the books and said that it was just part of the time, but he really felt bad about those depictions. But of course there's tons of people freaking out about Dr. Seuss and they're like, Oh, they're canceling Dr. Seuss and blah, blah, blah. And then the toy company, I guess Mattel or whatever said they're discontinuing Mr. Potato Head doll as it is. They just want potato head doll because they want to be teaching kids about understanding and not, you know, uh, genderizing different people, especially from a young age. And they just want to stop putting on those automatic labels and what uh, different things should be as far as that goes. And obviously people are freaking out. Uh, Dr. Seuss books have gone. Tons of, I guess, conservative people are buy have bought a ton of Dr. Seuss books this week is the number one seller on Amazon books this week. And I, I just don't. I, I do guess, often think that th- sometimes it when that happens, like it does just create the Streisand effect where like all it does is increase people's want to like right. it draws more attention to it. It just deal. gives more money to the people or anything like that. I just don't I don't understand people getting so worked up about any of this shit. I don't know if it's just me. Or if change if change really scares people that much, but I just hear oh they're changing anything really at all, like some toy or some book, or they're changing things, and I'm just like all right, whatever, let's just keep it moving. Like I don't really give a shit. But some people are like this is this is our freedom. They're taking away our freedom and free speech, and this is cancel culture and cancel blah blah blah. Even though cancel culture is a just a it's a buzzword totally made up. It doesn't really fucking mean anything because anybody can say anything about just kind of uh, uh, boycotting a group. Both sides of the aisle do it about all sorts of things. It doesn't really affect any of these top players, any of this 1% that's on the top rung of everything. And I just I just don't get where people – I don't get why people cling on to these things so hard and act like any slight change is the literal crumble of our world or something like I, that. I, I am kind of torn on these types of things because it's like at one um, – I don't know. I you know what I really like? I really like the way Disney handles it with uh if anyone who's ever anyone who's a subscriber to Disney Plus, if you yeah. ever watch any of the old cartoons, there's like a disclaimer that comes up right in the beginning and it's like just basically saying like these were a product of the time. Right. So like I kind of I kind of and the, yeah, I, don't know, I was just it, watching the Muppet show last week and because they put that on Disney and a couple of the episodes have that in front of it. And I get that. Yeah. But it's like, I understand where it's like, where's the line from like, where is it so inappropriate that like it should be taken off? You Uh know what I mean? As opposed to like just giving a warning. I know that's like, it's a sensitive thing and it's like, where do you draw that line? It is tough. And I know people be like, oh, it's canceled, it's canceled, canceled. But at a certain point, it's like, this just shouldn't be on. Like, but at the same time, it's art. 
you know, I, saw, I see definitely see both sides of it. And actually, on the Armchair Expert podcast with Dak Shepard, uh, the, the if anyone wants to listen to it, he actually had a really good discussion about this with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That episode, if anyone wants to seek that out, but it is tough. I see both sides to it, but I don't know. It's a complicated situation. Well, I, I guess what I, I, I it's it's hard for me to see the other side to it because I just feel like people are just so afraid of change and they don't like what are you even upset about like you didn't care about any of these books a week ago and now all of a sudden you're you had this outrage about something and then these are the same people that tote the freedoms of the free market and capitalism and this is a private company making its own decision and yeah they can get upset about it even though it doesn't even seem like genuine reasons and but it, they can do whatever they want, and, and that's what people argue about as far as free speech and, and different private companies and everything. I, I just don't, I don't. It, it's not affecting anything. I don't think it, and it's not coming from a place where people are want to preserve a history or anything. It's not. They don't act. Nobody ca- actually cares about Mister Potato Head doll. Nobody cares about that shit. Like it doesn't right. affect anything. Yeah, not that. I think that's why I'm saying with the line, because like, I think it's like more when you think of like great art that's been put out or even like musicians where it looks like you find out they did some fucked up shit or like even Michael Jackson, right. that type of deal. It's like where it's when does it become you're separating it from the piece of shit human being from like the great things they have done. You know, it's like because if all things were being equal, we probably would just stop completely playing. Just like what happened with R. Kelly, just like stop playing all their music. I think Michael Jackson's one of the very few. Yeah, He's one of the very few where his talent, I guess, his yeah, art like, was so good that no yeah. one really cares. Um, or just overlooks it. Yeah, but it, it's interesting we're talking about that now because I feel like if Michael Jackson was still alive today... Right. They yeah. people would be giving him a lot more shit. He would get grilled a lot more because now you see there's like this documentary on HBO yeah, talking about Woody, uh, Woody, what's his name, Nelson, the 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 director, Woody Allen, Woody oh, Allen, Woody Allen. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm getting my white old white people confused. Um, yeah. No, Woody Allen about his yeah, coming, his coming up and his abuse of Mia Farrow who was his daughter or possible daughter at the time. And then him marrying what, what's his stepdaughter and all of these things. Yeah. And it goes into how he was grooming. And it was right in the public eye, right in the public eye for everyone to see it. And no one really did anything about it. And it, it, it it's good to go back and realize what maybe in the past was acceptable. And we gave a pass to, but to not, legitimize that type of stuff anymore and not let children grow up with that being normalized in their world so i get the reason why people don't want it but it's just like i guess there's a certain part of the population that just feels like when you're taking these things that they remember they grew up with that you're taking away a piece of them maybe in some way but it I don't I don't understand how people can be attached to these types of things when it really it doesn't matter. I, I guess they're just they're they're against the whole idea of I 
trans people or the whole idea that there is racism. So that's why that's more of what they are fighting against than the specific books or the specific toy or anything. They think that none of these things are happening or that everything's okay. So what's the point of doing it? And it is this clinging on to maybe a past, a, a idealized past that wasn't ideal for a lot of people back when they're remembering. And, it, and it's still not ideal today. We don't need to be playing into those types of those types of things. I don't know. Yeah. Well, from the, I'm reading about the Dr. Seuss thing uh, right now. And it, yeah, it definitely seems to be about the quote unquote orientalism is how they describe it in here, which is right. a serious thing right now, with especially with all the violence against uh, Asian people that's happening right now. Spe- you know? Yeah, which is actually ridiculous right now. It's been crazy and it hasn't been helped by our, our formulator and different things like that. But um, it, it, I, I just don't I just don't understand how people have this connection to these these kind of frivolous things. I, I just well, don't I think understand it's, it. I think it's more it's not even the, the about the actual thing. It's just the, the whole concept overall right. like you were saying in, in the yeah i guess yeah the cancel culture which yeah do, yeah doesn't really even exist except for in people's minds it's just when well some sometimes it does because like nowadays you better hope that you didn't do anything or like you didn't say something stupid earlier on because you will like there's no forgiveness forgiveness now it seems like that is you know? true there's no forgiveness about a, a lot of different things but that's not what we're talking about when i'm talking no, about a fucking potato toy and that's not what I'm yeah, talking or these about. I'm talking books. about a book. I, I get, I get it with like injury. legitimate people's careers. I, I truly believe in rehabilitation or learning from past mistakes, and that's how you grow, and that people can come back from that. I don't necessarily believe that people, if they make one mistake, then they shouldn't be allowed to work, or they should just be fired I don't know. forever. And, and different things it obviously depends on the the infraction, but right, yeah, that that's what I. I don't even know how I feel about that because like the whole Morgan Wallen country music situation that happened for anyone who doesn't know, uh, he's, he was a country, he was a rising country music star who recently, somewhat recently within the past month or two was like caught on tape calling someone the N word. And like immediately he was pulled off like Apple, but like, I'm happy that happened. Like, I think that's a good thing. Well, there's it's legitimate. A, well, because in certain situations, it's a legitimate problem. Certain situations, it might be hearsay or accusations. I mean, that's where there's the gray in all of this. And where that's do the we, thing. Yeah, where like do where is the line, the line drawn? Yeah. And no one really knows. But I mean, I, I think general good people can understand mistakes and different things that can lead to something as as, as opposed to people that uh, are legitimately bad people or legitimately doing bad things. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it is tough. But you're right. When it comes down to like Mr. Potato Head or these six Dr. Seuss books that no one's heard of. Now, what we need to find out is whether or not in the popular Dr. Seuss books, there might be some in- imagery we're all overlooking. Because I don't really know. I haven't looked at a Dr. Seuss book in a long time. But I don't think Redfish, Bluefish had anything like that in it. Yeah, I, I don't think Redfish and Bluefish did either. And that's what these people are going around spouting. It's like, oh, they want us. It's like nobody can buy green eggs and ham anymore, blah, blah. It's like, 
it's like you're i don't even know if they don't understand what's going on or if they're genuinely being disingenuous or they're they're seriously being disingenuous about the whole situation and it doesn't seem like anybody it's just it's either a lack of empathy i don't i don't i don't understand i, I just, I just think it's i can't wrap my, my hand around I always think it's funny how like the, the argument always flips on itself where like someone says something stupid like Gina Carano in Mandalorian said like went off the rails with all this bullshit and then all of a sudden people are like she's just speaking her mind it's like yeah fine she's speaking her mind she works for a private company that wanted yeah. to fire the shit out of her for for saying stupid shit on, popping off on Twitter yeah. after they told her not to you know and what I mean speaking so, her mind is being super anti-semitic speak your mind but you also work for an employer because you work for the you're yeah and, capitalist. and that's the that's one of the big things that people that always argue oh free speech all free speech blah 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 first of all you don't understand what free speech means. right free speech you, also applies to companies that work that's like mostly what it applies for. Yeah. like they, they're free speech anyway. also isn't freedom from consequence of your actions from a private company hiring you it's not <laughs> God, yeah. whatever it, it, it's it's infuriating it doesn't make any sense have one of these new new beds that get delivered to your house and pop out of a box do you have a standard box mat or a mattress and box spring what do you guys got going on over there we have a uh a, what uh foam a temper whatever foam Tem- one the memory foam memory foam one that we oh, got really? about maybe about five years ago or so right five or Something like that. Yeah, about five years ago we got it. But no, it wasn't. We we got it from a store. It was before the. I think back then it was only really Casper that was that was out back then. So we didn't get one of the uh, uh, online orders. Okay, because um, currently me and my my girlfriend are in the market for a new mattress, and it's it's really hard. We're we're both not it is hard, yeah. the, the the most. Um, like both of us have trouble like really coming down making a decision uh, on a lot of things we're just like a little indecisive and now there's a billion mattresses there's all of the just your standard old types of mattresses you've got your memory phones and there's 50 billion online mattresses that you can get and i don't even know how to test any of them like i just want to see how they feel i might have to end up going to a mattress store to test yeah. out a mattress that I'm going to get online, but I know as soon as I go to this mattress store, there's going to be some salesman like up in my shit oh, about everything. And they're going to be trying to like finance this goddamn yeah. thing. And it's just going to become a whole annoying situation. So I'm just trying to figure out how a lot of people go about buying a mattress. Maybe this is just what it's like buying a mattress these days. It's a hard 
decision and it's it, it takes a, lot a of life work. decision well one thing you need to think about which i wish i knew back in the day is that so when i first moved to georgia you know i was living with family for eight months and they had a different type of mattress is that because i'm a night sweater oh, really? i sweat it but i wasn't sweating that much and it's because i found out so like memory foam is great however if you're conducive to sweating at nighttime what happens is, is when you sink in it causes like this trapped heat on your back or wherever you're laying like uh-huh. this funnel which causes like a little like uh oven effect and causes you to sweat more so if you're already a night sweater or someone who sweats at night that's something you got to think about too so you might have to get like if, if someone's a night sweater <laughs> don't get a memory foam that's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, or you have to get like a very lofty, like pillow top situation. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. But like, yeah, but, but uh, maybe a uh, uh, coil mattress might be more the thing for that person. Interesting. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Because what, one of us definitely does sweat a little bit more at night. I'm not going to say which one, but that one of us does have that. Now, I was looking at these, these sheets. It's these air cooling sheets, and apparently the are just awesome. They feel great, but they also help cool you down. But they're also a couple hundred dollars. And well, I, I just, I'm not in the market to buy, it, spend. It's where you spend a like third that. of your life. It is. That's true. That's why it's such a big decision. That's why it's really hard to lock down on what we want. But uh, do, and I guess you don't know because you don't have one of these, but this is why I, I need to find out this like a purple mattress trap in the heat the same way a Casper does or one of these other 50 million brands or anything I think like we that. have a Sealy. Sealy yeah. Posturepedic? Yeah, I think we have oh, a Sealy. No, it's a Serta. No, it's a Serta. Yeah, okay. Serta. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. At the time, we thought we were buying top of the line, but all this shit changes constantly. You know it I mean? changes constantly, and there's so many options. It's just really hard. It, it, it's uh, I, I'm not sure what we're going to do. And, and uh, to go along with that, it, maybe we just have more options these days. Well, I guess in a lot of ways we have a lot more options for a, a myriad of things than um, like our fathers, grandparents did. But this is also happening with the whole streaming subscription service. I'm saying this on the day that Paramount Plus has finally come out. And now it, it's so goddamn hard to keep up with all these streaming services yeah. and all of the content that's just being cranked out. I don't even know what to watch anymore. And and, and where I think this is going, um, seeing every single, I guess, television company end up producing these types of content providers, I feel like it's just going to go back to where cable was because eventually it's going to be a streaming subscription bundle that you purchase and oh, yeah. it's going to be the same price. Like I feel like to pay for all of the streaming services alone now, it would end up being more than anyone's cable bill was before. Absolutely. But see, this is why I've been really encouraging people lately to use things like uh, iTunes movie deals, Reddit or getting a Blu-ray ripper or, and checking for deals because I've been buying like movies that I know I like when they go on sale on certain platforms, like on, on Apple TV or whatever, I'll just buy them or I'll buy the Blu-ray or I'll rent the Blu-ray and rip it allegedly uh-huh. because then I know I have it. I don't have to wait for all these because people are like, oh, you're actually buying stuff. I'm like, yeah, because I don't know. Like if I want to watch something, I don't want to have to check one of 800 
platforms now. Yeah. Like I know the Just Watch, the Just Watch app is, is great, great for that, but it is great. But at the same time, like I'm not gonna keep up with all this, so I'm just been like getting my it's simply movies and stuff. So like my very favorite movies I've just been purchasing. So if I want to watch it, I can watch it. You know what I mean? It, yeah, that, it's getting it's getting insane. It's yeah. Getting insane. Although that might be spending more money than if you just had a bunch of subscriptions. No, I don't. Think I, I guess is. not. I guess not because it's not. It's not a recurring. recurring it's not a recurring yeah. bill that you're paying on that. And it's true. Like if you have even three streaming services, and you spend every waking minute just doing nothing but watching them, you couldn't even get through all of the content that they have on a, all of them in like several years. I feel like, and I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh no, I, I wasn't really going to say. What were you about to say? I was just going to say I I stop like I'm only Netflix is the only one I pay for. All the other streaming services I have are just the ones I get through like, like for free through whatever. Like I get the Peacock one because I have Comcast. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hulu I get through Verizon and Disney Plus I get through for Verizon. And I'm not getting, I'm not paying for any more because I. It's, like oh and apple tv i get because they're giving that over. yeah right and i'm not getting any more even though you have four and what else is there to get um but i only pay for one though that, for that's Netflix. a good deal i pay yeah. for three i think and then i'm, I'm siphoning off other people um yeah. for the for, for the rest i think i have pretty much all of the streaming services but i don't even watch i end up watching the same fucking right. five things most of the time and occasionally there'll be something new here or there but uh something i don't really get like they aren't creative at all with the names for a lot of these streaming services the, everybody's just like leaning on plus like when espn started yeah. it was like espn plus and that's espn but extra content that you can't just get a normal espn so i get that but then it's disney ESPN plus sucks like well, it's not even as good as regular ESPN. I feel well, like. right, but I, I'm still like saying like the point with like the whole name it's plus, so it's like uh, it's right. other content being added on, and right. now you have like Disney Plus and you have Paramount Plus, but it's not plus of anything. There isn't there isn't a singular Paramount and then an add on that would be the plus. And same right. for Disney, like there's no. Well, I'm going to just watch Disney. Well, now I can watch Disney Plus, so it's more stuff. I just think it's lazy. And I think I think if these billion, multi-billion dollar corporations are putting all of this money into these types of things, that they could come up with a little bit more creative name. I, I guess I'm being nitpicky as far as that goes. It's not really anything that that's that important. I'll, let's see what's. I was going to check what's on Paramount. Like I'm definitely not getting Paramount Plus. Well, I I actually have Paramount Plus because I already had CBS All Access. Which was already kind of waste of my money, but I basically had it for the Champions League, the right. UEFA Champions soccer. League soccer over there in Europe, and that they're the exclusive rights holders. So they're the ones that I have. It. And there's there's a couple good shows, but now they've lumped in all of Nickelodeon stuff. Oh, all of uh, Shore is on here. Yeah, all of MTV stuff. I can watch Are You the One until my heart content, my heart's content uh, on there. And so, uh, they all have their selling points. Uh, they all have their right. selling points. The Paramount Plus is a little late to the game, I guess, because it's CBS. And CBS has always been the the old person thing, and that's why they're the latest to this. Because they're like, oh crap, everybody's moving to streaming. It's passes by. We got to do this now. But do you get the Premier League with uh, Paramount Plus? No, the Premier League's with Peacock. 
now. Oh. Yeah, so you would get... But that's not part of Peacock, though, is it? Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're ex- exclusively about to be all on Peacock because NBC oh. Sports is a channel now, but they're getting rid of it by the end of the year, and all of the Premier League stuff is moving straight up to Peacock. Oh, dude, that that's great. Uh, yeah, I like Peacock Plus, I will say, or whatever it's called, because it's, I get It's that just one. Peacock. I know you're I used get, to saying Plus, but yeah. it's just Peacock. Because that's got, right now, it's got uh, what has all the Law & Order SVUs. Well, one, <laughs> this is the best part. It's only, I get it for free, but it's only four ninety nine a month as opposed to everyone's 10, 10 or $10 a month. Right. But it's got all the Law & Order SVU. It's got The Office, Parks and Rec, and all the Harry Potters. And it has Modern Family. If I were to have only one, pretty sure Hulu right has all of the SVUs, and I can get no into why I know commercials that. on Peacock. Oh, that's nice. I mean, don't yeah. all of them have no commercials? If you no, pay for my, it? my Hulu has commercials. Yeah, but you can pay for a non-commercial Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, but it's like fifteen bucks. <laughs> right. Well, that's Peacock nice. Plus is four ninety nine or whatever. Oh, okay. But, and I there's, guess it... there's Peacock and there's Peacock Plus or whatever. There's Peacock and Peacock additional or whatever is it is there? Like, yeah there's a free peacock and there's peacock plus or whatever it's called and i get that see this is bullshit this is yeah all, it's, it's so confusing <laughs> and the, you know I, f- I actually feel bad about uh just like a, an older generation no. where all of this is happening and how the hell I had, are you even supposed to keep up with all of this like i, I feel a, old like looking at all the people watching people play video games on twitch or yeah. people that have millions of views on their YouTube video where they're just unboxing things. And there's tons of people watching that. And I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. This is a world that has passed me by in a lot of senses. And I get, and no. I can't imagine if we were 30, 40 years older, what the hell we would be doing with all of this shit going on now. I had a very real discussion with the intern about this actually not too long ago, because over the summer or before the summer, there was uh, an Atlanta Braves game that was only available on uh, YouTube streaming or like on YouTube. And my grandparents were just like, how do I watch this? Cause my, my grandpa watches like every Braves game, you know? Right. And it was to the point where it was like, it was difficult, not difficult. It was like tough for me to like figure out where and how to stream it and stuff. I'm like, how is the older generation supposed to figure this out? Like, this is so obnoxious. No, because it's, like it's impossible. Cause it, like their TV doesn't even get YouTube, like the YouTube yeah. app. Like, what are they, you know what I mean? No, I, I don't know how you're supposed to keep up. And I, I was actually thinking about this the other day, not related to streaming, but in a world that is passing you by. I was at the grocery store and I am, I don't know how often some people are going to the grocery stores or, if you, or different grocery stores in different places might be changing. But the one that I went to, there's basically like three human cashiers and the rest is all the automatic checkout and i was automatic checking out and there was this like old couple that was next to me and they were just struggling even figuring out the checkout and they had a coupon but they thought something was on sale and like all of the stuff that's happening and i'm just like i can't i can't imagine what it's like to be in a world like that. And then you have the, the the person comes over to help them to figure out the machine. And then the person who's helping them figure figuring out the machine, their job is going to be totally replaced by the machine in like three years. It's just like this weird time that we're living in where yeah. I'm just like, I don't even know what's going on. I don't know how you 
grapple with all the changes. And maybe this this is part of probably part of the changes that people are arguing against with changing Mr. Potato Head or Dr. Seuss or something like that. It's this world is passing us by and we're pissed about it and we can't keep up and we don't know what's going on and we're confused. So we're going to lash out. <laughs> and I guess that's what's, what's happening. It's just weird. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. All I know is we're going to end up paying the same amount, if not more, for all of our streaming services as cable, which we were Absolutely. all trying to cut the cord to get rid of. Well, and then Com- and then Comcast is giving everyone data caps, so you're streaming all this shit, and then you have to you hit your cap because everyone's got 4K TVs and stuff now. Yeah. And then you got to pay extra to unleash the cap. It- it's crazy. It's just garbage. said i was going i wanted to play a game it's not really a game it's, it's a little i don't even know what to call it a little um segment or something it's called the worst and it's just something that's you know the worst it really it's kind of annoying i and something happened to me the other day and it just kind of made me think of it and i don't know if you have anything but what was the worst to me the other day so when I went to go plug in my phone and I thought my phone was just charging for a while, it was on like two or three battery and I was making food and I, I left it for like an hour and a half. I thought I'd come back and be all charged and I came back and it wasn't charged at all. And you know what that was? That was the worst, man. <laughs> do you get the segment? Do you understand the segment now? Yes, I do, I, think, do, I mean, I understood it in the beginning. Oh, I don't know. You were just nodding your head along. We're, we're in an audio medium. Need some, some huh. audio feedback. You're just nodding your head. I'm reading some Premier League news that's very unfortunate for my, well, the, my squad. The Premier League news will still be there. Your Newcastle is still going to be 17th place in the, in the league after this podcast. They're after being sabotaged. I mean, I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're being sabotaged. I, I do love Big Sam, though. I do love Big Sam. Um, I don't think anybody. People hate when we talk about sports on the podcast. Also, um, you know what else was the, is the worst, Kevin? When it, this also happened to me, probably within the the past two weeks, I went to the grocery store and you know I came home and I had maybe three bags of groceries in my hand and I get up to my door. And then I realized my keys are in my left hand pocket, which is the the hand that I'm holding all my groceries in. So then I have to like reach over and fish it out with my right hand. It's just so annoying. And you know what that is, kind of that's the worst. You put your keys in your left pocket. Do you put your phone in your right pocket? See, I, I don't really even know. I like usually just throw them into my pockets when I get out of the car. It's just usually always in the pocket that's the least opportune for what I'm doing. It's usually in my left pocket, and I need to, my right hand to unlock the door, and it's always it's always in the wrong pocket. It's the worst. I've never. I don't know if it's because I'm left-handed, but I never put my keys in my left pocket. Really? 
Yeah, it's always in my right pocket. Yeah, see, my keys are always in my left pocket. And I'm right-handed. Right. That makes sense, I guess. <laughs> so maybe that's what's going on there. Yeah. Does always... that ever happen to you? Like when you like are carrying stuff into the house then and you want to go unlock the door with your left hand and your keys are in your right side pocket? I'm sure that's definitely happened to me. We have a... Uh... Yeah, I, I would imagine that's definitely happened recently. The worst is like Sam's Club and stuff because, you know, there's no bags. So that, I think that's... Sam's Club? You don't get bags at Sam's Club? No, any of the wholesale or like those uh, warehouse stores that right. don't provide bags. You just I mean, yeah, I guess that's true because you're getting bulk shit and bags. Yeah. It's pretty unnecessary in that situation. You like a bag per item. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you can't really fit a 36-pack of Gatorade in a, in a plastic yeah. bag. It's going to break. It's going to break through. Even if you double bag it, yeah, I um, I'm sure that, but see, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think. I guess I don't really. It's okay if it's never happened to you. Do you have anything oh, that's definitely the... happened to me? But <laughs> I'm trying to think of when it's happened recently. Do Do you have any other things that? that are the worst in your life. I, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot, so maybe we could come back next week. You'd be a little no, bit more yeah. prepared. The worst is when uh, a coworker is like, hey, do you mind handling something? And you're like, sure. like, or like, hey, do you mind handling something? Because I'm in the middle of something or I'm not there that day or whatever. And it turns uh-huh. out to be a fucking disaster. But they don't want to oh, pick yeah. it up. They don't want to pick it back up once they are available. It's uh-huh. now your, it's now f- solely your responsibility. Oh, yeah. I feel like that always happened in like kind of a different situation. But back when I used to work in a restaurant, I feel like whenever you picked up a shift for somebody else, it would always either be real slow or it would be real annoying. Or like you'd get some weird tables or like some party with six kids and everybody wants split checks or something like that. Oh, God. Yeah, that 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 shit was the worst. Um Another thing that I think is the worst, it might not be the worst. This might just be a pet peeve of mine. Do you, like, so if you buy, I don't know if you like eat yogurt or anything, but it, it, not it applies to lots of other different types of food. Any type of food that like, like a jar or a canister of something and it has kind of a peel off foil top. Oh, sure. Yeah. Do you all, do you take, the full uh, foil top off, or do you like leave it on and then put the lid back on? No, I, I, ew, no, I take that, I take it off. Yeah, I take it all the way off too because that's that's why the other lid is there is to keep it fresh. Yeah. But as a floppy, like inside, yeah, gross but lid. Like, on like it. if you have like a thing of sour cream, it'll. Come I was with just that, thinking like, of sour yeah. cream, yeah. right? But then there's some people that when they open it, they just like open it so that it but don't take it all the way off so then it's just like this flap thing that's sitting there and then they oh, put the lid back on oh. and i'm just like i don't get it i don't get it that's what the fucking lid is for you don't need to keep the foil on it eat too it's, it's not oh, it's not savoring any more freshness i don't believe no it's just gonna trap moisture and be floppy and cause a mess yeah that, be that humid Ugh. that's what i think i don't know well, uh, do you have anything else you wanted to add for the worst? I'm thinking of a lot of work-related things. That's a bummer, yeah. you know. 
Yeah, maybe and maybe give, give it a week to, to workshop it. We don't want to want you to say anything that's going to get you fired over over the air. But just put put that in the hopper, and we'll come back to it next week. Let's see if we can like, run back the worst again. But I think oh, that's... the worst is when you're just perfectly you like are sitting there. You're finally actually ready for something. This happened to me the other day. Uh, you're leaving the perfect amount of time to go get a haircut, and you're even early, but you don't want to leave too early because then you'll just be sitting in the parking lot or get there too early. Right, right. So you leave with the perfect amount of time, and then as soon as you get out on the road, there's a major fucking traffic jam, and then mm. you're late. <laughs> that is the worst. That's super the worst. I, I hate that. Does happen like that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like this is a just a and personal story I, that happened. And I texted my haircut person and said, I'm really sorry. I'm going to be late because there's this random traffic jam. And then it suddenly cleared up and I got there early. <laughs> that's why you never, that's why you never warn anybody, Kevin. You never that's get your heads up. You get there go. when you get there. That's when the universe gets you. Oh, um, but I, I like this. If, if anybody out there has any of the worst for them, please email us listeners at threadlabs.com. Um, but I think we're coming close to the end of our podcast this week. But before we go, we have to give our recommendations. When me and Kevin suggest something to y'all that we're into, that we're feeling, that we're enjoying in our own lives, uh, could be movies, TVs, but anything like that. Um, Kevin, what was your recommendation for this week? My recommendation this week is the Harry Potter book series. Now I know there's a lot of controversy over. I was going to say I don't know. I don't know if this is something I, what, you should be. I am recommending the books because I'm in a reread right now of the Harry Potter books, and they are just so good. Like I've blasted. I'm on the third book. I started reading them on Sunday. Uh-huh. Marty on Prisoner of Azkaban. It is taking me back in time. Easy reads because they're children's books. Now I know. We don't necessarily want to give more money to J.K. Rowling, no, but I don't. guarantee no, we don't. I guarantee ninety percent of the people listening to this podcast already have the books. That's so, true; they're around. So, yeah, so just read them. So good. Yeah, read them, but don't watch the new TV shows uh, coming up about it, or the movies, or, or the movies. Oh, I never read. I never saw any of that stuff. Anyway, I never, I never saw those movies. You the, never uh, saw any of the Harry no, Potter movies? I saw the movies, but I meant the like the new movies, the um the beasts. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, uh, no, I didn't Ashton see that Beast show movie. either. I didn't see yeah. that either. Um but no, uh, JK Rowling has said some abhorrent things about the trans community. And it's I don't I really can't Very I can't intolerant. in good I can't in good faith uh sign off on your recommendation, but if y'all out there have some Harry Potter books Feel free, go ahead and read them. I'm actually looking at the Sorcerer's Stone sitting on my bookcase. Yeah, so you <laughs> already have it. You're right not putting more money. Yeah. Well, I'm not going back and reading the Sorcerer's Stone either. That's like that's like a, a little bit too much of a child's book. If I was going to get oh, back into it, I, I, I'd, I'd kick off with the, the Prisoner of Azkaban. No, you got to start from the beginning. It only took I know me what I happens. I read the first one in I a day. I know what happens. I know what happens. And the second book sucked. Regardless of J.K. Rowling's prejudices, the second read book sucked. Yeah, read one. You could skip two. There's one, <laughs> three. She really tied in the second book later on. It was clearly a retcon. It was. Yeah. It was her trying to repair uh, her her earlier fuck ups. Uh, too bad she can't do that in real life when it comes to real people's lives. But um. Oh, well, 
Uh, my recommendation for people this week. Um, oh, yeah. My recommendation for people this week is the show WandaVision. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's not a perfect show. We might have talked about it before. Um, and it's the new installment to the new Marvel Universe the whole cinematic Marvel universe that's been going on, but this is the the third phase, this new phase that they're starting. It's going to be a lot of different movies, a lot of different stuff. And I, I was reticent to get into it, but I, I felt like I had kind of missed a cultural boat with the last Marvel movies and everything that people were so psyched up to watch. And they strung together a really interesting storyline and all this stuff. So I'm like, I'm getting into it now. And this is the first show. It's on Disney Plus. And I have to say it it exceeded my expectations. Because a lot of the problem that I had with a lot of the old superhero movies and stuff like that is that a lot of them were just kind of predictable. You kind of knew the arc that this character was going on. A lot of the origin stories were all vaguely the same. And that would be what the whole movie was about but this this show really gives a lot of different layers you don't even know if the person that the story is about is good or bad you don't know what is going to happen and i know fantasy stuff isn't everybody's thing comics aren't everybody's thing but i would say give this one a chance it's very it's a very nice story there's some comedy into it some real serious life situations it and I just think it's really well done. It's a nice story that's being told, and you don't know where it's going. So that's my recommendation for this week. It's something I've been enjoying, something I've been watching. But I heard it's great. Oh yeah, it, it is. I, I I suggest delving into it. I know you're not. I think a big... the, se- the season finale is tomorrow. I think. I think so. I think so. I'm all caught up. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm I'm ready to go on it. But um. I think that'll do it for us this week. It's been another fun podcast talking to you, Kevin, and talking to you, all of our wonderful listeners out there. Please, if you enjoyed us, tell us or tell somebody about us, friends, family, loved ones, anything like that. We really appreciate it. Um, Kevin, did you have any parting words for the people before we get out of here? No. Well, that's cool with me, and I hope that's cool for you all. As well, so for Kevin O'Connor, I am Justin Dorsey, and this has been the Thread Last Podcast. Thread Last Podcast.